0: Every time you send a package to someone, the first thought is you hope it gets there. And if it does, that it gets there in one piece. But there's more we all need to think about with this process. Once your package makes it, what happens with the actual packaging? Well, it likely ends up in a landfill somewhere. My guest today has a solution for this. Saloni Doshi is the CEO and chief sustainability geek of EcoEnclose. She was kind enough to send me some of their envelopes to try out, that I'm now using for shipping Tell Us How to Make It Better t-shirts. Her company has developed sustainable packaging for e-commerce brands. They work with 30,000 companies every year, ranging from a single-person business, like yours truly, to Fortune 500 brands. I'm George Siegel and this is the Tell Us How to Make It Better podcast. Every week we introduce you to people who are working on real-world problems and providing actual solutions. Tell Us How to Make It Better is partnering with The Readiness Lab, the home for podcasts, webinars, and training in the field of emergency and disaster services. Saloni, thank you so much for coming on today.
1: Glad to be here. Thanks for having me.
0: Now, I was reading about you, and I was seeing that your other career endeavors have a similar theme, which balance social justice, environmental progress, you seem to be wanting to do a lot of good. Where did this come from in your life?
1: Uh, yeah, I think uh, I think probably first and foremost is probably just like as a daughter of immigrants, like it means that I had the privilege of going to India a lot when I was young. Um, and so, you know, very young, I was exposed to like poverty that is very unlike what we would ever have been able to be experienced in the U.S. and Um, sort of like understand the nuances of that. And so that's there. And then I think I did a project in India that was like trying to build schools um, outside of, you know, like build schools for slums outside of universities that have really stuck with me forever. Um, And then I also had this like survival stint where I did the three week survival stint in the woods when I was in high school. Um, And anybody who's listening to this, who's Indian knows that being outdoorsy is not part of the Indian way, but I found my calling on that trip. I was like, oh my God, I love nature. I love not having to deal with things. And I just I think I went then into my higher education with like a passion for both of those things. Like how do we alleviate poverty? How do we think about that? And then also like an obsession, I think, with nature and minimalistic sort of ways of living.
0: All right. So what is the problem that you have identified and what are you doing to make it better?
1: Yeah, the problem is packaging. And I think we can all, you know, anybody who's online shopping or just buying things from the store knows that, you know, in order to make this global... Uh, supply chain work. There needs to be a lot of packaging. We throw, you know, about depending on who you are, a quarter to about half of your garbage is filled with packaging. And that's a problem for a variety of reasons. To me, it's a big problem because most of that packaging is made with virgin materials that were literally just produced to make something one time. And then they're thrown out where all of those, the potential in those resources, basically waste away at a landfill. And so we basically like harvested a bunch of Natural things used a bunch of resources to make it and then throw it away where it wastes away forever. Um, and to me, that just like is, is, it defies common sense more than anything else. It's also um, an important um, contributor, I would say, to many of the ecological challenges that our planet faces today. So I'm really focused at Eco and Close of like, how do we change that by creating a future where all packaging is made from packaging and packaging doesn't get thrown away, but it, it sort of is reborn into packaging in its next life.
0: Okay, so it seems like it's one thing to have an idea like that, and then the then the tough part is coming up with the material that will actually accomplish what your goal is, and then the next step beyond that is actually getting people to use it.
1: Yeah, you got it. You know, you've done this before, I guess. Um, you know, it's funny the materials aren't as sexy as I think people want them to be. People always think there's some silver bullet material that's going to fix packaging for us, um, but for us, it's really about. Um, how do you incorporate a maximum level of recycled content into packaging? And now that feels commonplace, but when we started doing this almost like eight years ago, it wasn't. So every mailer, poly mailer out there was made with virgin plastic, and we were like, okay, let's try to get a bunch of recycled plastic into these. And the converters, the extruders, like nobody wanted anything to do with it. Um, but we pushed and pushed and had a, a like a cadre of like very passionate businesses behind us that were like, yeah, we'll buy that if you can make it. Um, and so you know after a couple years of testing, we were able to get to 100% recycled polymailer. Um, and so that sort of, these are like, what we find is like there's little incremental steps towards the ultimate vision. If our ultimate vision is to make packaging out of packaging, you've gotta be like, okay, the first step is getting 100% recycled paper or increasing the amount of recycled plastic or putting wheat straw fiber, which is agricultural waste into paper and celebrating when you even just like make a small win in that direction.
0: So when you when I'm on your website and I see all these different packages on there is do people buy them directly from you or do you sell them to places like, um, you know, Office Depot and all those different stores?
1: Yeah, people would buy them. By and large, there's a couple of places you can buy them. But really, it's about getting it from our website. And we largely serve e-commerce brands, right? So if you're you know, Patagonia, let's say, and you've put so much thought into like, the ethics and sustainability of how you make your jacket, you want to make sure you package that jacket in ways that lives up to those values. And so that business would come to us and say, okay, I need a mailer. I need shipping labels. I need tape. And I don't want to just do it with standardized product. I want to do it with innovative packaging. And so that's, that's where we come in.
0: Are they a client?
1: They are. Yeah. Yeah, they are. <laughs> yeah. We work with, I would say we work with, um, we'll, we'll probably work with 30,000 brands this year. 28,000 of those brands are like small mom and pop shops, like Etsy, right. People are running their like Etsy jewelry businesses and ship out 10, 20 orders a month. They can place an order online and we'll ship them 50 mailers, or you're a large brand, like a Prana Patagonia, um, Hanky Panky, Crocs or somebody like that. And then you'd come to us and say, we need a more custom, Enterprise level solution, and we'll work with them on that as well. But across the board, they all get the same level of attention to sustainability.
0: Now, part of the challenge I, I would see, think with a business like that is uh, maybe from a smaller business perspective, is I might be sitting here going, well, How can I make a difference? You know, the, the, pa- the few packages I'm going to mail out, who cares? What difference is it going to make? What would you say to somebody that was that cynical?
1: I'm going to say to you first that we are so so proud of our community of customers that we serve because we really almost like they had the opposite impact, which is like, if I'm going to run a business, I want to be net positive. Like, I don't want to be sort of living up to the worst capitalist ideal. So, we have so many customers that are like, they believe so strongly in the smallest impact that they can make. That said, if somebody did come to me with that, and that does happen, I really talk about the impact of a communal, uh, like a communal investment in this. So the reason I go back to 10 years ago, like the reason we were able to get to a hundred percent recycled poly mailer, when the converters were like, I don't want to work with PCR content or post-consumer waste in my plastic. The reason we were able to get that is because I said, Hey, we've got 10,000 brands behind us that are willing to buy this if you test it. And so a lot of it is like, how do you build the buying power that convinces the Reclaimers, the remanufacturers, the converters to say, yes, I'm willing to work with material that has been untested. So I always say, like, if you p- become part of, we call it the eco ally community. If you become part of our community, even your smallest little buying power helps to make us stronger as we're pursuing all these innovations.
0: Is it more expensive? So if we're comparing apples to apples here, if I buy something that is damaging to the environment versus buying an eco friendly package, how much more am I looking to spend yeah, on great that?
1: Great question. Uh, By and large, it is. If it wasn't, it would be the the most commonplace thing, right? Because it is true that people would buy the cheapest stuff. Um, These days, again, 10 years ago, it was probably 20% more expensive. And now it's 0 to 5% more expensive to get a 100% recycled polymaler. On the paper side, it's really interesting because recycled paper, the markets fluctuate dramatically. Over the course of COVID, the commodity pricing for recycled paper skyrocketed. And so anybody who was like super committed to recycled paper did see a slightly higher increase in their pricing, all prices skyrocketed, right? <laughs> but anybody who was focused on recycled paper did see an increase, but then it levels out when those commodity spikes go away. So I would say you can buy from us and spend like zero to 15% more, but we've also had people come to us and be like, oh my God, you're cheaper than the other option. So things are evening out in a playing field that 10 years ago, it was like, no matter what sustainable alternatives were more expensive.
0: It's time for emergency preparedness to go mainstream. Smart, innovative, practical solutions that match your needs. Instinct Ready educates, prepares, and equips the everyday person for disaster. With promo code MAKE IT BETTER, you can access comprehensive preparedness courses and premium go bags. Visit instinctready.com with promo code MAKE IT BETTER today. Preparedness starts at home. What's the testing process like for this? So you know you don't just go throw it out in the backyard and see how it. I mean, it, it, what oh, what is it going through or- to show?
1: <laughs> um, yeah. So let's say we come up with a new blend and material. We have like very official testing. So let's say we come up with a new um, new paper mailer. We have like an Ellendorf tear tester. And a Mullen burst tester, and it's like literally a machine where you put the paper in there, and a bubble pops on it, and it says how much psi, like how much pressure can this paper withstand before it bursts. A tear tester is similar, like what kind of tear force can come before the paper actually tears. Um, And so those are very official tests. I will tell you that nothing is better than just putting something in the mail and seeing how it shows up. So it's I actually really my parents live in. New Jersey. And so we probably send them like 10 to 20 packages a week to test. So like, we're, we just launched a reusable mailer. And there's literally 10 reusable mailers that are going back and forth between my parents place and ours. Because any testing I do, couldn't quite live up to the real hands of USPS and UPS on these packaging. And so we take pictures, we see where the tears are, and we understand, okay, after X amount of cycles, here's the sort of level of damage that it, that it's incurred. So it's a combination of technical and real life. Yeah. I
0: don't think anybody can beat up a package like those guys can <laughs>
1: exactly, exactly,
0: collectively, all of them. I was in a business where um, years ago, we were trying to ship these decorative fireplaces and every one we shipped was broken. Yeah in transit. So it was very frustrating. So I, I can, I can feel the pain. That you're is just not talking something
1: I'd want to ship. That's really impressive.
0: Yeah. You design a package for, for that. And you've got a customer and me for life. Now, does it matter when I'm throwing your package out, which pail I throw it in? If it, I throw it in the green recycle pail or the blue garbage pail?
1: Yeah, great question. We want every single one of ours to end up recycled. Um, and so all of our paper-based stuff can be sort of put in your curbside recycle where we are, it's blue. Some people have it where it's green. Um, we also have these, the, anything that's poly that we sell has to be thin film recycled. And the reason for that is because a plastic bag, if it went through the sorting process of a recycler, it would get it would get caught into the gears, like huge machines that'll get caught in the gears. So those sorting places can't take flimsy materials so if you go to your local store or you can, you know, anybody can send it back to us. We have a take back program for our polyfilm. Um, but our goal, like, or like long-term is like, if we want to make packaging out of packaging, that's only possible if all packaging gets recycled. So we can get all of that raw materials and turn it back into packaging. So it's a really important part of our story.
0: Yeah. I think those packing peanuts are going to be around long after the world ends.
1: Those, yeah. They're a disaster.
0: Yeah. They, 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 they really are now with, um, With the different packages and stuff you make, it seems like this is such a no-brainer idea. I mean, a lot of times I can hear somebody suggest something and I go, nah, I can see what the pushback is on that. Why would anybody not want to do this? That's what I'm trying to figure out.
1: Yeah, me too. If you figure it out, um, yeah, <laughs> but it's your business, I mean, so it's we're looking at it differently. Yeah. So I think a couple of things. One is there's a perception, and it's real. So what I made a comment about cost before, which I will clarify. I think in the world of packaging, and frankly, with the world of anything, if you want to shop for the lowest cost option you can possibly find, you will find significantly cheaper options in eco and Close. But if you're comparing eco and clothes with, say, Uline, which is like one of the most popular sources for. Packaging out there, we're basically neck and neck pricing with Uline. But if you're like, I need a dirt cheap package, you're going to go find something on Alibaba that's really cheap, made in China. And so I think some people are just like, I need the cheapest thing possible. This is where I want to cut costs. There are some people that have some skepticism, I would say, about just any sustainability investment. And they're like, this is just not where I want to spend my time. There are some people that think it's lower quality. Um, And with paper, sometimes you actually do have, um, you have shorter fibers when you recycle paper. So you start to get a slightly lower quality, but we've done all this testing so we can help you pick the right blend and the right mailer or box for your needs. And I'd say the last thing is that the industry lobbying groups and marketers have done a marvelous job convincing people that virgin material is just fine. So we are fighting up against that a lot. And we do a lot of research and test or research and analysis we work with third parties to help dispel some of those myths.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I, I do love the idea of what you're doing. I, I would never have a guest on that was, in, that was mailing out plastic straw or those paper straws
1: <laughs> yes, uh, yes,
0: because those things are the worst. And I don't care. Nothing ruins a drink like a paper straw, no matter what good it's doing. <laughs> you might as well but just we, not use a straw. <laughs> exactly. But we're, when you're talking about packages, I think of the amount of boxes and packages that come to our house a week. And it's like, this is an area where everybody could really make a difference, isn't it?
1: It's, it's so easy. It would be so easy to do.
0: So what do we have to tell them? What do you, what's what's well, your, give me yeah. your elevator pitch. Tell me cool. why I should get on your website.
1: If you're a brand, it's like this is this is you you're you're able to make a difference so easily with your package, right? Every all your customers are probably asking looking for more conscious, more sustainable actions from the brands that they support. Switching your packaging from virgin, potentially unrecyclable packaging to 100% recycled recyclable packaging is an easy no brainer. And I'll say our eco enclosed team makes it so easy to do it. You call us and we handhold you through every single part of the process. And I think. Like we will figure out exactly what you need, and we'll make sure that that order and that package is packaging is, is a success. As a consumer, when you're shopping with brands, I would say whether you're shopping in a brick and mortar store or online shopping, you know, look for brands that have made a commitment to this because those actions matter, right? The vote with your dollar stuff—it starts to matter. It starts to move the needle, um, and then obviously, like think about how you dispose of your packaging and recycle everything you possibly can and trust that it works. There's been some myths recently that recycling is broken. I am on the board of our our local recycler. I visit our MRF all the time, our local sorting facility all the time. Like this stuff gets recycled and it gets sold. And I know for a fact that the reason that I'm having a hard time getting 100% recycled paper sometimes is because not enough people are recycling their paper. So please, 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 as a consumer, like do your part and recycle. So those are, I think the couple pitches that I would give to any brand or consumer listening out there.
0: Now, what would be a good package for these amazing t-shirts, these make uh, it it better better podcast t-shirts? Yeah. What would I want to ship something like that in?
1: So you've got two choices, I would say. You've got a a paper mailer. We've got this beautiful paper apparel mailer that's 100% recycled, curbside recyclable, premium experience, People love it. We can print it with algae ink, which is really cool. Um, so that would be like your if you wanted a more premium delivery experience. Um, alternatively, you could do like a 6 by 9 or 7 by 11 polymailer, which is 100% recycled. We can also print it with algae ink. And I don't think you get returns. But the cool thing about our polymailer is that it has a dual strip for apparel companies that get a lot of returns. So people can send back their returns in it as well. The polymailer is a cheaper option. It's lower carbon footprint. The paper um, option is a little more expensive. And it's more circular because it's easier for your customers to recycle.
0: You see, I would think the, the other challenge you have is I've been thinking about this now. It's like, okay, if I sell one of these t-shirts, I know the post office is not negotiating on my rate. I'm going to have to pay. And that now has gone up. I think it's like five or six bucks just to mail a stupid t-shirt it's terrible. through the post office. You know, I could slap it on a donkey and send it and it would probably get there faster and in, in, in better condition. But so so I have that cost. So then I think, well, the way I'm going to save is on the package. But I guess you have to get beyond that thinking because that really. Well, you got to usually... pay
1: for. Oh, you're saying like I might as well just use you USPS as free packaging. Yeah. Yeah, and great, I know that's I mean, not
0: going to be good. That's that's not going to meet the standards you're talking about.
1: Yeah, it's not. It's they're they're very frustrating. I just wish they would make a commitment to recycled content because I would love you if USPS did it, it would really move the needle. Yeah, I mean I think a lot of the brands we serve aren't are, you know, scaled at a level where they can't sort of use USPS or UBS free options anymore for the smaller companies, particularly the, the, those folks on Etsy, like it, that's the conversation. And we just say, like, are you willing to make this um, leap or not? The mailer is just really not that expensive. It's like, you know, 10 to 25 cents, depending on what, which size you need. So like, you're not looking at a tremendous cost burden t- in order to, you know, ship something in a way that like meets your values a little bit more.
0: Absolutely. I would think you would get some marketing bang from that and saying, and exactly. we only ship it sustainably. Exactly. I mean, it should exactly. be consistent with your arguments.
1: Yeah, and people people who have the brand right. They're shouting that all over their social media. They're putting it on their site. They might be branding their poly mailers like we can print custom print on the poly mailers to showcase that message. What a much better customer experience that's personalized than sending out a USPS package.
0: Well, heck, you convinced me. I'm going to buy some packages. I'll send you, so when, I'll send you a bundle when <laughs> these start flying off the shelves. These they t-shirts, will.
1: They will. Then
0: uh, I'll I'll actually feel like I'm doing some good because in you know I talk about building better homes and doing things that are sustainable. I should probably be consistent with my sustainability message uh, throughout the entire uh, Send me your process. address.
1: I'm sending you a bundle and you can see if you like them.
0: Well, that's, that's, Hey, I wasn't expecting that, but I, <laughs> I, I'm not the kind of person that would ever say no. So let me ask you this now as such a creative person who who has been in so many different things where you're, you're really trying to do some good. What advice would you give people who want to do something similar, not creating packages, but just have a, an idea that they think could make a difference, what would you tell them to get them going?
1: Oh, God, like the most mundane advice, which is like, just do it. You know, I think, okay, so it's, I'll say, per, on a personal side, I start, I, my husband and I sort of like got into eco and after we had two kids or after I had one kid and was pregnant, almost about to have the second, and then had the third kid like four years ago. And our the risk that we sort of undertook to make this our reality was tremendous and I wish I could go back to my 20 or 30 year, like younger 30 year old self and be like just do it like do it when you have a lot less restriction in your life um, and so and now that I'm in a place where I like I feel like risk is harder to take on I'm also finding like it's not, it's okay. Like I can handle this level of risk again. So I wish I could go back and tell my former self, like, Oh, you had so many ideas. You were so passionate. Like, why did you take a couple of safe paths back then when you had ideas that you could have made good on and how much further along in life I would be in the path that was like much closer to my destiny. So a little bit of a, just do it. um, And then, you know, I think a little, like a little bit of like, failure, like we fail all the time, right? Every, like every other product we release is a failure and, you know, I'll, you know, I'll hire every other person I hire isn't a great fit. Like there's just a lot of like running a business is day-to-day failure basically. And I have like really become over the last seven years, a person who seven years ago, I hated that. It was like against my immigrant perfectionist mentalities. And today it's like, I, I have really become somebody who like wakes up. I'm like, okay, what are we going to mess up today? Because that's like the fun of life. So to get into the zone of like, you don't have to have it all figured out, just do it and embrace it every time. Like something doesn't work out. Cause you're just going to do it better the next time.
0: That's great advice. And I have to compliment you on the your background. Uh, that's very eco-friendly because there's nothing you have <laughs> nothing to take on, off that and throw away. On,
1: exactly. Exactly.
0: <laughs> it's perfect. But the message was so good that it didn't matter what the background was.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: All right. So how do people follow you? Uh, what's your website, social media? What's the best way for people to reach out to you?
1: Yeah, check us out. Ecoenclose.com is our website. Check us out. We got a ton of products, of course, but also a ton of information for any brand or consumer out there looking to learn about the space. Um, follow us on Instagram or TikTok, Ecoenclose. And then email me anytime, Saloni, S A L O N I, at ecoenclose.com. Um, I love hearing from folks. I love hard questions. I love people who are just like curious to learn more about how to navigate the space. I love supporting folks in their careers.
0: All right. Well, hey, Saloni, continued success with uh, with the products. I mean, like I say, you, you convinced me. And uh, I appreciate your time today. Thanks for coming on.
1: Yeah, thank you for having me. This was fun.
0: Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. If you want to get more information about Saloni or find her website, it's all in the show notes. And if you have any ideas for future podcasts, or there's something you liked or didn't like about what you were listening to, there's a contact form right there in the show notes as well. Uh, fill that out. Let me know your thoughts. And if you have a great guest, I, I would love to learn about them and possibly have them on a future episode. Thanks again for listening. See you next time.